Hey everybody, how y'all doing? Welcome back to another episode of Everybody's Homegirl Podcast with me, your favorite homegirl, Tracy Cass. Well, happy belated Christmas or merry belated Christmas, if that's a thing, and happy holidays. Um, This week, I am talking to my friends, Liz Hurd and Felicia Wheeler. We're talking about raising our parents. Listen, <laughs> all jokes aside, our parents are our heartbeats. We love them so much. And sometimes it can be kind of overwhelming watching them age when we, we remember them so healthy and vibrant. So we just share some of our experiences on what it's been like, how hard it's been, but also the cherished moments that we have with them at this time so i hope you enjoy and if you are raising your parents or helping take care of your parents because listen if they know we saying we raising them you know but with his own dick <laughs> they are healthy and vibrant and their minds are sharp and they just don't want to mind <laughs> they don't do what's right anyway if you are one of those people who are part of the, your parents village and helping to care for them i hope you enjoy this episode and send an email share your experience about what it's like for you anyway stay tuned and enjoy I just got started. Hey, y'all. Hey. hey. Listen, tonight I have no structure. We, listen, <laughs> I want this to really just be a conversation okay. about our parents. Because <laughs> we all have, in some form or fashion, are taking care of our parents or helping take care of our parents. And they, listen, they just disobedient. <laughs> That's so accurate. I didn't write questions. I've kind of got a little outline, but then we'll just go off the top of the dome. And in no way am I trying to make it seem like we're the savior of our parents or stuff like that. But I wasn't prepared <laughs> for this. I guess I thought my mom was going to live forever, but she's still here and she's still tough. So I guess I let everybody know today on the show, I have Liz heard. And Felicia Wheeler, returning guests, they have been on here yes. before previously. And we separately, not together, we just, I'll text Liz or she'll text me about her parents and me and Felicia, we'll text each other. Not because we love our parents, but at the same time, it's hard. It's a challenge, a, a beautiful challenge. Trying to do what's best for people who are still fully grown and still fully want to run their own lives. But we trying to listen to what the quote unquote doctors or experts say, and then they don't want to do that, <laughs> you know, or they're still stuck like when they came up. Cause uh, my mama still don't have an internet. <laughs> oh, listen. <laughs> she don't have an internet. A, she don't have a cell microwave. phone. I just bought a microwave uh, two months ago. <laughs> but your mama did. Uh, uh, so I guess we. Uh, I guess. How old are y'all's parents? Do you mind? Like 70s, 60s, 80s. So for me, my dad's ninety. You just take turned ninety, mm-hmm. and then my mom is seventy-eight. 
So mm-hmm. she's almost 80. Mm-hmm. What about you, Felice? My mom is 73. My, my mom is 80, 81. So, so I guess, uh, give me some, like, how long have y'all been in this process? Like, are you fully taking care of your parents? Do they live with y'all? Or what's, what, where are you? I guess for me, my mom, she stays by herself right now. My sister's supposed to move in, but she came up the way we lived. She has always lived with somebody. Then my grandmother passed in 2013. And then she has five brothers and sisters. Her aunt, my aunt died before that. Then my grandmother passed. Then my Uncle Clyde, who was in California anyway, but then it was James, then Buck, and then the brother she lived with, Marvin, he just passed in 2021. So now it's like she's all by herself. So it's like, ooh. So this is the first time she's ever lived alone. So what about y'all? So my mom, uh, she lives alone. Uh, My dad passed about, it's been 13 years. Mm-hmm. Um, not 12 years and so she has lived alone since then um, so the interesting thing is I'm an only child and mm-hmm. my mom lives eight hours away so oh, she, yeah. yeah so she lives by herself and um, she's self-sufficient um, but uh, yeah she's still by herself and then my parents um, they still live by themselves they don't drive anymore so we finally mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be a story to tell too when dad <laughs> finally stopped driving but yeah they um yeah so yeah they live they still live together so I have two brothers so and we all live probably about 10 to 15 minutes away from my parents so that helps so between the three of us I think that's what my blessing is that between the three of us we all take turns on stuff like appointments and all that good stuff so it's um four of us four girls and two of my sisters one just moved down the street one was already like two houses down and then my me and my older sister we live about 10-15 minutes away and so between the four of us we all take turns doing stuff like I'm the appointment person and then I can't lie there was a season where I felt like I felt like because when my grandmother was alive my sister really like took on the responsibility for her like because she was self-sufficient but she didn't drive you know she needed doctor's appointments stuff like that and she she was still walking up until like six months like moving and cooking up until about six months maybe a year before she passed away and she was so so, you know like we're used to longevity so I'm like you mama you got 20 more years in you (laughs) and that ain't necessarily the case Mm -hmm. so I think that's set up an expectation that my mom was going to be just as mobile, just as active as my grandmother was. And so Ty did a majority, like took granted to her appointment, stuff like that. So with my mom, with Pat Cass, I call her the OG Pat Cass. With the OG, <laughs> she um, like there's a season where I'm, I was taking her to the appointments. She sends me to the bank. I was going to the grocery store stuff like that so I, at first I was like now this is some old bullshit I got like four of us but I found that especially this this past couple of months like it really happens because I don't say I need help 
you know, like, Mm -hmm. so I really, I had to talk to my oldest because my oldest sister, she has always done like any paperwork related to her Mm -hmm. insurance. That ain't my, that ain't my skill set. So my other sister, A, she pretty much is over there every day. They drink coffee together. She go get her scratch offs, her fast food meal. She ain't really supposed to be eating, you know. And then Sandy is like, she'll do whatever. Like when it comes to like, you know, she don't pay for pest control. My sister does that. Or she might, you know, I need to go buy this or mama needs some socks or just random stuff. So things like that. So we divide it up in our own ways. But I was more curious as with Felicia, how do you, or how are you able to do that being one the only child and then eight hours away? You know, I know, but you know, other <laughs> folks listening. Don't know. Well, you have to depend on family. Like my mm-hmm. mom has a, like most of my family is in Mississippi. That's where my mom lives. That's where most of the family is. And that's, and she's not, she doesn't really want to leave Mississippi. So she has, whole host of nephews and um, nieces. And so it has to come where you have to kind of just humble yourself and say, hey, can you can you take my mom here? Or can you like take her to a doctor's appointment? Um, and then my mom has like her church friends, like her church mm-hmm. um, friends and all of that they show up for and take her where she, you know, where she needs to go. Like if she has a doctor's appointment, like she has like, have like a small procedure done one of them will take her. Uh, it's difficult uh, because um, I know like this year has been very difficult because my mom would call me like, hey, yeah, I'm in the emergency room. And I'm like, well, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, do I need to leave now or do I need to? And so it, it's, it can be tough. So a lot of it is communication with family. Mm-hmm. Um, like earlier this year, my mom was in the hospital and I wasn't able to get there immediately, it was my cousins calling me, telling me what's going on, telling mm-hmm. me what the doctor said, uh, said, and um, what um, what the nurse said, and how my mom um, is feeling, because she was calling me also and telling me too, or she'll call me and she'll put the nurse on, um, or she would, uh, or I would just call up there to the um, hospital unit desk, and mm. I, and they knew me every day. I called them twice a day, <laughs> and so they knew me until I got there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it it came to a point where you know, with that, I just brought her back with me for a couple of months till she recuperated. So that was that easier on both mm-hmm. both of us. But it's difficult. I'm gonna tell you that eight hours away is difficult, but you know we have the best relationship. Eight hours. <laughs> Liz, did you want to add to that? Well, I was just say for us, what we do is um kind of like what you said, Tracy. Everybody kind of has their role, Mm -hmm. but then we do a weekly call because what we Mm -hmm. realize if dad doesn't get stuff when he wants it, he's gonna call the next person. And we had this one time where I said, Okay, dad, I'm out of town, but on Sunday I will bring you all this stuff from the grocery store. Well, I guess that went soon enough because on Saturday he called my brother, asked for the same exact stuff, and he took it to him. So I come back Sunday, I go take him the same stuff. So now he got all this food. I'm like, Dad, I said I was going to bring it Sunday. Oh, I didn't remember that. And so, yeah, so we make sure before we do anything financial, <laughs> we call each other. And so, yeah, so we, we have a call every Sunday night at eight o'clock and also two for appointments. Like, 
what appointments are this week? Let's make sure, you, you know, who's taking them to what? And, you know, or, or like the thing is, it's as easy as filling their medicine. Like mm-hmm. I've got to go over there tomorrow to fill it because we also have a, a provider that comes in the house during the day until I think it's four o'clock now. We change the times. But the provider cannot fill the pill jar. They can give them the medicine out the bottle, but they cannot fill the pill jar. So we, it's just easier to have it because they're not there at night to take dad's medicine. So I want to make sure he takes the night medicine. So I got to go over there at least once a week to fill the little pill jars. And that was a whole nother thing because one time dad gave mom his medicine out her pill jar, you know, out his pill jar. I'm like, they're labeled mom, dad. <laughs> <laughs> one time I thought I killed my mama because <laughs> I gave her some medicine that the doctor had told her to stop. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you're thinking it's on the shelf. It's there and they will not throw it away. I'm like, now the beauty of my mama is she likes to do her own medicine. She keeps up with that really, really well. And this is where the contention comes in for about a year and a half. I'm gonna say two years. Like she does not like change at all. And so, you know, she started experiencing some issues with her iron and levels and stuff like that. And so, and her kidneys were starting because she has diabetes. So her kidneys they they gradually stop, you know, slow the functioning starts to slow down anyway because of diabetes. But there are things that the kidney doctor wanted to do. He wanted her to take um baking soda peel because it helps with the function of your kidneys when i tell you listen for two years she was like i'm not taking it (laughs) i'm not taking it and he was like he'd come we go back in he'd expect for her to be taking it she just wouldn't do it i called my sister i'm like she's supposed to take this she was like she grown she don't want to take it (laughs) now my sister she real like they're really because she told me she said, Well, granted, I would take her to the doctor and she'd tell them what she did or didn't want to do. And I'd have to tell them she's a grown woman, she knows what she wants to do. She in her right mind, gotta let her do it. I was mm-hmm. like, you know what you're right. And then so one day, and when we would fight back and forth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so finally I just said, Let me listen to Ty. And we get in the doctor's office, and he was like, just why doesn't she want to take it? She felt like one of her friends back in the seventies, he was, he had a heart attack. He took baking soda and she felt like the baking soda killed him. <laughs> when it actually, he was probably trying to stop the heart attack and it just didn't work. Mm-hmm. So I have to, I had to call my sister and tell her what the doctor said and why. And so it's like a tag team, almost like good right. cop, bad cop. Right. Or I'm the mama and Tiger's the daddy. And it's like, she was like, okay, what's going on with mama and this baking soda? So I told her. So she could get off work. She goes over there and talks to her. She was like, well, I guess I'll take it. I'm like, I've been fighting with you for two years. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and that's what it takes, I guess. Because same way with us. Everybody, you know, dad won't listen to nobody but William. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, William, this is what you got to tell him. This, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, so they. Didn't that make you mad, though? Not really. For me, nah, (laughs) I'm at the point now, I just don't want to argue. And so that's what, because me and my other brother, Chuck, it's like, I got to like consciously tell myself, if we were in this same situation, we would be on Mm -hmm. V2, I'm sure. Because, you know, we, in our minds, even now, I feel like, like, 
I feel like I can still do half the stuff I could do back when I was 18, but I really can't. <laughs> and so I could see how being, you know, not being able to drive always mm -hmm. depended on people. And you were so mobile back in the day and, you know, independent. And so I could totally see where they're coming from. So I got to remember that mm -hmm. when I'm, you know, when dad says something and I don't want to argue and I'm just like, yeah one of my biggest things one of the biggest arguments me and mama we stopped because i just stopped arguing with her yeah one of the hardest adjustments for her is not seeing her bank account oh now yes. I, I could she listen because she when it, i really believe because she had a stroke in 2007 and i really think it had something to do with money <laughs> right because she's stuck on numbers so they don't everything is paperless now Yes. So they don't send her statement, which for me was frustrating, even with the statement, because I'm like, your statement is not live. Right. You had yeah. This amount of money at that point in time, that is no longer the case because we have had to pay blah, blah, blah. Right. And she just never it was always a we just always fought. And so I have an app on my phone where I keep up with everything. And she just wants to know how much money I got in the bank, how much money I got in the bank. How much money I got? I'm like, ma'am, mm -hmm. <laughs> you can take this back. <laughs> but well, and my sister was like, just print out her statements. I'm like, mm -hmm. but even if I print out the statements, it's not live. So it's not the truth. So she thinking one thing and it's not necessarily mm -hmm. that. So now we've come to this space of as long as she can do what she can do or what she wants to do when she want to do it, she all right. So my mom, <laughs> at least my, that's what she says to me <laughs> my mom still have papers paper statements too mine too and, yeah and she reconciles it well well she reconciles it at the end of the month best as she can because she's the she's that one that she gonna write a check and she gonna be like hold on let me write this in my mm -hmm. checkbook at the place because <laughs> she yeah she doesn't have any duplicate checks. She got the single check. <laughs> so she <laughs> definitely has to um uh, so um so when, like I said, when I brought her out here for sh so she could recuperate, when we got back to Mississippi, the first place she had me go, because I got a mail forwarded, but her banks, for some reason, the mail, the U.S. Postal Service never forwarded her bank statements. Mm. So the first place we went, when I got back, can we stop by the bank and have them print me out a statement? Wow. <laughs> that was the first, that was the first stop we made. Wow. And so we got her statement because she wants to know. She Now, she understands that it's not real time, but she still wants to do her rec reconciliations and all of that. like that. Mm -hmm. But I just was like, I was like, where you would need to go? We need to go to the store. She's like, well, let's go by the bank first because I need to get my statement. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay. <laughs> and see, that's really what I need to learn to do is to have the spirit of, okay, okay. Yeah. But podcasts can run you around. It's like it's the ne it's a never ending cycle, okay? So you do, go to the store, you do one thing. That's how we ended up breaking up with the grocery store. <laughs> one, one, I shop for her like I shop for myself, which is this is too expensive. So you finna get this generic brand, <laughs> or it's only her. I'm not buying a, a ten pound a little thing container of ground beef. Well, you, it's you're by yourself. So I'm going to get this little five pound pack or just a little one pound pack of ground beef. That's all you need. And she pissed off because she wants the family pack of chicken wings. Why do you need 20 chicken wings? <laughs> exactly. 
It's just you. So we, uh, I don't like that kind. Ooh, oatmeal. She still talk about oatmeal. I don't like that. You and Ty, y'all get that, the instant oatmeal. I like the old fashioned. I'm like, listen, I don't grow. So what ended up happening, I called Ty. I was like, okay, you on grocery shopping, dude. Because Ty don't mind going in the store. Because I had got to a place where, because I'm like, okay, I got a grocery shop for me and her. It was just becoming a lot. So I was ordering groceries. When COVID hit, I was I like, yeah. ooh, this is a way to make me sane. And so, mm-hmm. you know, when you order groceries, they don't necessarily, if it's something that's different, they substitute that or they leave something out if they don't have right. it. Now, we wasn't getting along. So <laughs> she didn't <laughs> like that because she wasn't getting everything on her list. <laughs> so, right. Trey, so you got to get what they like. You have to get yeah, you have to. You have you to. Have That's to. why. Because they're not going to be satisfied. My mom, that happened to my mom. My mom is, is a labor whore. That's what I call her. Because <laughs> I went one time, and this was even with my dad. She did it twice. I went and I bought groceries, had it all. I mean, but I mean, like you, some of it were generic and things like yeah. that. At the time, she could drive, you know, she had her car out here. I came home and she went and bought all new groceries because she's like we don't recognize <laughs> these brand names <laughs> so, <laughs> so i'm like i mean great value no <laughs> so she's like Mm-mm. you know honey nut cheerio i'm like this is the same thing I mean, no. No, it has to have the brand on there she's not eating it if it don't have, some, have the brand on there See, and I, i'm with y'all parents i'm the same way oh, i'm no. like, <laughs> like this is quake gonna do the like, same saw, you know i'm saying but you just have to, sometimes you just have to learn when to just say, okay, because Listen, you can't fight every battle. Right. I was and trying. I lost. Crazy, yeah. <laughs> and especially right. with me being eight hours away, right. you know, when you're talking about the medications and all of that, you know, I tell you all the try, time, Tracy, like my mama listened to people, <laughs> family, <laughs> and she'll talk, and they'd be like, and they'd give her terrible advice. And I'd be like, don't do that. And she'd be like, okay. And then she'll try. And then and then she'll call me back. And she was like, well, do you think I should don't do it? And then she's like, okay, I'm glad I called you. I'm like, but you listen and entertain these people that give you terrible advice. But I have to tell you three times, no. no. But they tell you once. And you be like, hmm, this is a good idea. Well, give me an example. Do you mind? Can you share an example? <laughs> um, so my mom was running out her blood pressure pill. And so my mom has where, you know, they mail order it. So it said it takes about 14 days to get here. Now she had about 10 days. Of, I mean, she had about what, about 10 or 14. It was going to be cutting it close. And so my cousin say, hey, you could take your blood pressure pill every other day. Uh-uh. And so she calls me and she was like, well, your cousin said that I can take my pill every other day since I'm cutting it close. Cause she's waiting on it. I was like, well, have you ordered? She's like, yeah, but they said it's not going to get here in time. I said, but is the drug expensive if we have to go to the regular pharmacy? Can you afford to get the, yeah, I can afford it to get the medication. <laughs> then why would you take it every other day? Well, your cousin was saying, I was like, I don't care. It's blood pressure medicine. What do you not get? And I had to talk to her for a long time to get her to be like, don't do it. And she's like, well, I'm glad I called you. I'm like, why would you, why would you take this great idea? Because when she called me, I said, no. The first said, nope. 
So she's like, okay, I'm, I'm not gonna do it. Then she calls me later and she asks the same question, which I know she probably was gonna do it. <laughs> so that's I'm like, no, I just couldn't. And I, it's like, well, it's cutting it close. You're not even out yet. <laughs> Right, and if you run out, if you call a pharmacy, they'll give you a few until the they until right. if <laughs> right. You can afford it. I was like, can you afford the blood pressure pills? Because I mean, blood pressure pills are not expensive across the right. board. Right, and I'm like, uh, can you afford it? Oh yeah, I can go to it and get it. Then why would you? I was like, why would you try to ration out what you can do? But she uh, listened to everybody else and be like. Hmm, this should call me. Well, I know it didn't sound right, but I just wanted to try it. I'm like, what? I know with my my mama, me and my sister, and we really should talk more because she will call me and ask me something. And she don't like my answer. She gonna call Ty. Mm-hmm. Yep. And try to get a different answer. Or she'll call A or say she she got a rotation. And then she tell everybody different parts of the story she wants them to know. And then when we come together, we get the full picture. One day, this was like October, and she had just had an issue. You know, she was in and out the hospital. And they were changing her medicine and stuff like that. And I can't remember what it was, but she... You, it's almost kind of like a passive aggressive type thing where it's like well this is what I really want so I'm gonna phrase the question like this <laughs> and I was like this don't sound right Tracy my doctor said blah 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 and I was like no mama rumor well that's what they said I said let me call Ty <laughs> and it was something no that's not what they said they said I was so bad I said you know what if I had a belt, <laughs> you need a whooping. I bust that laugh. I said, I feel like I'm the mama, you the dad, and we got to touch bases. And she trying to, you know, split us up, turn us against each other. But at the end of the day, she, I know in her heart, she wants to be better. She wants to do, be right, but she's so used to, or be healthy, but she's so used to how things work. It's just hard for her. Like, cause oh, when they changed, took off her, cause she had lost so much weight. They took off her blood pressure medicine on one of one of them anyway, not both of them. And she was like, "I've been on this medicine for fifteen years. Why are they changing stuff? <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with me. They just need to leave stuff alone." And I'm thinking, ma'am, you have lost like sixty pounds in a matter of months. You don't need it anymore. But mm-hmm. once once she got to the hospital, and then they started explaining, you know, that really all of that was kind of fighting against each other. Then she was like, okay, I won't take it. I'm like, you didn't come to the hospital. So she, you know, it's just one of those things where you're like, she's my mama. I want to choke at her. <laughs> Sometimes I love right. her to death though. Uh-uh. I guess I kind of want to talk about too is how some of these companies like take advantage of oh, that's yeah. the part that I have a problem with is so dad was and I didn't realize he was doing this until like recently I put it together. So dad would call me and say, Hey, I have some. There were taco plates, you know, like it had a mm-hmm. plate that had these grooves for you to put tacos. Yeah, in. I have some of those. Yeah. I'm like, oh, these taco, y'all take that. Then he's like, Oh, I got some. I don't know. It was like some mats to put on the ground, like at your door, the little entry mat. I was like, y'all take them. Then it was like, I, he had napkins. <laughs> he had this. So he calling me. And I'm thinking, all this stuff. 
publisher's clearinghouse. Yep. <laughs> he's thinking he gonna win the big jackpot <laughs> if he buys the stuff. So apparently it's like a mail order subscription where yep. if you don't pick it, they automatically send you whatever's on the list for the month. Oh, wow. So he getting this stuff. So we're seeing it and it's like the stuff, it added up. And then he would order more stuff because they say, if you, they'll send him something else. If he ordered the first one, if you do this, we'll enter you in this contest. And girl, I get on the phone, I call Publisher Clearinghouse. I said, look, take him off the list. Don't call him. Don't do nothing. <laughs> I, did a, I went online, created an account. I said, get rid of it. But the problem is then when they realized Mr. Heard don't have, hadn't been calling us lately, they still find it back up. All they had to do was make a phone call. And, and it's sad how it's like, why are y'all doing this? You know, good and well, ain't nobody winning that $25 million, $10 million. Nobody, I've never seen nobody win that money. Let me tell you how they got my mama. Same people, publishers, clearinghouse. It wasn't even that they got her. So they sent her this thing. Like you said, you order this, you feel this, I will enter you into the $25 million jackpot. And the instruction said something like, if you, you'll, when you get a yellow card from us, do such and such and such. So she was like, waiting on this yellow card to come. Yes. Clearinghouse. Get a card. And it's really not Publishers Clearinghouse. It's just some random card, right? And she called them and something happened and they ended up asking her for money or some, something crazy because she done gave them her birthday, social security oh. number. Oh, over. I'm goodness. like, mama, over the phone? She was like, I said, uh, I took, I had to take off my job, <laughs> go mm-hmm. to the bank, change your bank accounts, Go to the social security office to change her check. I said, they finna rob you. <laughs> she was right. like, they are. And it's because they are so like, I hate to say antiquated, but not in mindset, but the technology that yes, they're not using. Yes, because they don't yeah. know. They don't know you're not. They, and then also too, back in their day, there was not people scamming mm, people like yeah. that, you know? And that's kind of the sad part of it. And I had to tell dad, I'm like, over any, no circumstance do you give anybody any personal information. I'm like, I don't even want you to give them address or phone mm-hmm. numbers. I'm like, nothing. If they call, say no, thank you, hang mm-hmm. up. So that's what we got them saying now. So anybody who calls, it, it could be anybody. He was getting so much. And then too, when you start subscribing to one, mm-hmm. he starts that's getting all this account. other stuff. So we were, we went on his account. There was like almost $200 a month and stuff. <laughs> he was ordering, donating you know, and we're like, okay, dad, there's stuff on here. Yeah, of course. He's tithing at church. Good. You know, he's given donations to some church stuff, but it was all his church. So I'm like, no problem. It's like, we have no problem doing this, but there's other stuff out here, dad. They're just, they're just asking you for money and, and you don't need to be given all of this money, you know? And they get yeah. mad though when you yes. like when you police the mail because I try to like oh, police the mail and no. kind of remove stuff yes. that I know is like a oh, solicitation. Yeah, no, they want my mail it. Yes. <laughs> and when I, I had to stay over there for an extended period of time, literally, I'm not kidding. It was about this. It was probably <laughs> four inches of just junk mail. And literally every single day, it was probably one piece of mail that was actually mm-hmm. valid. Mm-hmm. Everything else was junk mail. Yeah. Do you find that they become hoarders almost? Like yes. they don't want to let anything go. Yes. I never had hoarders on my side. It was just like, they want to see everything. Like, 
don't dismiss it. Like everything. Yeah. When you see mail and you know it's junk mail, I don't even open it. I just throw it away. No, they got to open it, read it, look at it, evaluate it. You know, my mama have a bag of like she keep it. it, I fuss about it, but in a way, it was a blessing because when she did get sick, and I didn't remember her medicines, I went to that. She keep a bag of her, you know, the little. The mm-hmm. Yeah, she keep all of that. She reads them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, she put it to the side. I'm like, it's the same one from last yeah. time. She right. Did, and she keep her scratch offs. Uh-huh. Really? Keep, listen, oh, she wow. got a scratch off. She don't win. I know. Because she got to make sure she didn't win. She got to go back and check her money. <laughs> now, I kind of be like that, too. I be checking the money. two friends off that I know I didn't win, but just in case I go to the averages, I need to put it under that little lottery. <laughs> she, she have a stack. And she go and she re-scratch them. And once she's sure she didn't win, she'll throw them away. But if they going to stay there a good month, I'm right. like, ma'am. No, what mom, I will that's say. That's bring oh, her go joy. Ahead. Go ahead, please. I was like, my mom with the solicitors, and she said, she gets her mail. She's a hoarder, and she hoards it. She has a box. Now you know, once you have these um, these charities, they start. They send you something every month. Every so month, all of this, and like the one she has, one that she donates. She donated in December at the end of the year. I'm like, why you have to keep all of them during the year if you're not going <laughs> to donate them to the end of the year? It's not going to change. <laughs> the what the veterans fund of you know whatever you got a hundred pieces of junk mail um hundred pieces of mail and you're going to give in december why can't you just keep one keep the person (laughs) it's not going to change the address won't change and so she just like i got this box at the end of the year and i give to who i give and then i'm looking at it and it's like 10 it's the same 10 um charities but they have just sent so much mail but she don't want to give it out same right. with the um the prescription. She read all the paperwork that comes with the prescriptions. Oh yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. a good thing and a bad oh, I, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. she's like, I got uh, the good thing is that she read it one time and she was having an allergic reaction based on what mm, she read. Exactly. And then it's a bad thing because then she always thinks she's having an allergic, having an allergic reaction. reaction. I'm like, mom. I'm like, I don't want to take this. This say that I may have pain in my toe or something. You know. It's right. just, <laughs> hey, listen, your mama related to my mama because the exact same. Okay, yeah. what I will say though, mm. so in all that junk mail, and I think I sent you a couple, Tracy. You know the little book that has like all the like a scarf or the little. Yeah, shoes oh, listen, or- <laughs> stay ordering. <laughs> but they had like the hard bottom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could go outside. And I could stay inside of them because the bottom had a sole to them. You, but they you, can, get, <laughs> you can get them from Walmart. I got <laughs> tell your dad throw that books away. Right. Girl, my mom be listen. She done slowed down though, but she used to wear. You be like, Mama, where? Is she? she got a little, a uh, little bicycle pedal where she pedal under. Oh seat. yeah, we got one of those for exercise. <laughs> that actually, because they had that for dad using physical therapy. She they had don't that use that. I'm I like, where you go? <laughs> but it's actually a pretty cool little concept. See, I be yeah. exercising. <laughs> uh-huh. so she she slowed down a lot though. But if she's like, especially if it's something she feel like gonna help her arthritis, she trying to order it. And I'm like. I just had to let let it go and say, hey. And then, listen, what cracked me up one time, she was like, here, go pay this. This is my AARP membership. 
Mm-hmm. And I done put you down to get one too. <laughs> I ain't claiming that. I got that. Uh, I'm using you my discount. discount. You better get them discounts. <laughs> I'm like, thank you, Baba. <laughs> I ain't claiming it. <laughs> Those discounts. And here's the, what's funny. She pays for AALP, but she don't ever really use it. I'm like, uh-huh. I feel, I'm like, we about to start using these discounts, ma'am. I did right. want to ask y'all, what surprised you? Like for me, once I realized where it was, it was almost one day I woke up and I was like, oh my God, my mom is old. You know, like she never was that. And in my heart, she's still that she's still like my age, but she's not. Right. And mm-hmm. so now in the things that surprised me most, even though we already talking about it, though, is the resistance. Like I, I, I never realized how stubborn she could be like, ma'am, you know, it's a blessing and a curse. It's a curse in that when they're trying to get her to do something or change a medicine or do some change in any way, that's how she, she ain't admit to it, but that's a challenge. She got to have a real good rationale as to why you got me switching up my routine. Mm-hmm. it's a blessing in that when she has been sick she makes up in her mind i'm gonna get better whether she said out loud or not you could just see her mind turning it over mm-hmm. and she makes up in her mind i'm gonna get better and she gets better she does what she needs to do to get better i'm like can you do that ahead of time so we don't get to the point to- oh i know yeah <laughs> so that well, and I think for, well and i think what adds to that is the fact that they still want to be independent. So they don't Mm -hmm. want to tell us. So that's what I saw with dad was the fact that, you know, he has diabetes and he had a sore on his foot. I was going to ask you to talk about that. Yeah. So, so the sore was there. And so of course it started out small, but we didn't know nothing about it. And so when it got to the point where he said something, he showed us and literally his whole foot was so bad. They ended up having Mm -hmm. to amputate his toe. And we're like, if we would have seen that ahead of time, he's like, I just didn't want to worry y'all. I thought it was just going to get better. And so we're like, don't, you know, that's why I don't want to argue with him because I don't want him to think he's a burden because he's not. Mm -hmm. It's like, we just need to know this stuff. And I don't know to every time I go over there and look at his feet, but that's what we're going to have to do now. So it's that kind of stuff where they, they, and I wouldn't even say it's prideful because I think I'd probably be the same way Mm -hmm. is because you don't want to like worry somebody and bother them and, they know we have lives with our families, you know, and so mm-hmm. we're just like, but no, Dad, you're our family too. So yeah, my mom is the total opposite. Oh, really? the, the older she got, the more she tell me. Yeah, yeah really. Know. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> yeah, tell me that. Yeah, yeah. And and you know, and it's funny, and I think with her because she knows she's getting older, um, she tells me more, and she oh, tells good. me, and and and. Which is amazing and also terrifying because it stresses me out because she's a warrior. So mm. she calls me and you know, and I and I try to not to like you used to didn't be like this, you know. Mm-hmm. But then she in casual conversations, you know, oh yeah, years ago, you know, I had this. What? Wait a minute. You know, right. I, was, I had congestive heart. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> you like, wait a minute, you kept what for me? Right. <laughs> you, you know, but now mine is I see that she recognizes that she, the older she gets, the more she needs to tell me. 
Mm-hmm. And so I appreciate that, but it, it can be overwhelming sometimes. So it's the right. it's the it's the the balance of trying to calm her down with some things um that like like the when she reads on the prescriptions and she reads the side effects. Mm-hmm. And she's going to call me and I'm like, okay, I don't want to take this because this may happen to me. This may happen to me. Or she'll call me and she's like, I've been taking this medication and I don't feel well. And I think this is going on and I'm just going to get off of it. You know, and so I'm in Texas and I'm like, I am like, do I need to come there? What's going right. on? Oh, okay. And you know, she's like, I just want to <laughs> let you know what's going on. <laughs> you know, so that's the right. good thing is that, you know, she tells me a lot more now, um, but it just overwhelms me. And I know she's gotten to the point where like, I'm not going to be overwhelmed. So let me just give it to my daughter. <laughs> exactly. I need somebody to help me. And yeah. I don't think, and they're from a generation where it was like, move on. Like yes. I ain't gonna say anything yeah, then bother them. Yeah, you just do what you had to do and you moved on, whatever it is, where we're more inclined to process our feelings about stuff or feel if we're feeling if they were overwhelmed, I don't think they showed it to us. Yeah, right. Where we're like, okay, I need to do something with this, or I'm gonna express this because I need to process it. And I don't think they realize one how scary it is for us to see them go through these things but to the overwhelming responsibility we feel to make sure that they are okay yeah and they're just like we're okay because my mama can be like she will call me and be like well they said this or they said that or but sometimes she'll be like well I don't want to you know especially if we had if we've said no in the past then it's like, well, y'all are busy. I don't want to get on y'all nerves. Right. So it's a constant balance of tell me, don't tell me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so that can be, I think the blessing for me too is that I do go to the doctor. Right. And I that's go what back we said. We try to have mm-hmm. so you can hear it, understand it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I try to text or, you know, call my sisters and say, this is what they said. So because, oh, this last time when she was in the hospital, the first time she went in September and the guy, the surgeon was telling her, explaining you know, about what he had to do and why he had to do it. And I missed part of it because I'm texting my sisters or somebody, you know, at the time. And I missed part of it trying to listen and do two things at once. And I was like, well, what did you say again? Can you repeat that? He had a little attitude. <laughs> I was like, she, he was like, well, as I said before, and I said, well, I'm gonna need you to say it again. Cause I need to hear it. I missed that part. And at first I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna have to cut this, cut this motherfucker out. But he ended up being a really, a really good surgeon. But in that moment, I'm like, and what happened was he finished talking. She looked directly at me and said, what did he say? <laughs> so I had to explain to her in a way that, you know, in just in regular terms, yeah. this is mm-hmm. what I believe he means. And I'm like, is that what you meant? And he was like, yes, that's it. Exactly. And after that, we had, I said, that's why I asked you to repeat what you said, because when you walk out of here, she's going to ask me. And I need to be able to explain that to her. And that's what really happens when we go to the doctor. Like, it's not that she doesn't understand. It's one, she has had a stroke. So it takes her a minute sometimes to process what people say. You, she get it. Because don't, don't ever think the OG pack has not smart. 
she gonna have an attitude. <laughs> Y'all think I'm stupid. I'm like nobody thinks that. <laughs> she gets mad if you think she don't understand. She understands. Mm-hmm. It just takes her a while to process sometimes, mm-hmm. like a minute. And so she'll ask me, or and they tend to go fast. Right. You know? Right. They'll go fast, and I'm like, this is what they see. And I, I really wish if I could get a message to medical professionals. If you're gonna work with the older generation, you need some a uh, really good bedside manner. You need oh, patience. Yeah. You need yeah. to go slow. Take your time with them. Recognize that they might not have tech. Like my sister was able to tech. We checked my mama's chart online through an app. My mom ain't got no cell phone. Exactly. Like if they, what happens if yeah. you don't have a family or kids that's to take care that, of you yeah. to help you do right. that? That's and good. what I will say, I love, we we're use the WellMed system and WellMed is, oh my gosh, they have been such a blessing. I mean, what they do is they organize all the doctors together. So mm-hmm. when one doctor goes into her mm-hmm. chart, they see everything, even the eye doctor, they see everything in there. And so I just love how everything's coordinated with that. And to me, every doctor that we've been through, through them, because my mom has the onset of Alzheimer's. And I remember we were at, um, I think it was the eye doctor. We were at the appointment and she, because again, she can still sign her name, but she's not going to remember the date. Mm-hmm. So she had to sign her name and put the date. Well, there was like three or different forms she had to sign. And so the lady was like, um, oh, it's, it's February 12th. You know, so she put down February 12th. Then the next form, she was like, what's today? The lady's like, oh, it's February 12th. And the lady, every time she was so nice about it, she just kept on repeating it. Like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, that's it. It's February 12th. You know, and she was, and at first I'm thinking, is she being sarcastic? <laughs> it's February 12th again, still, you know, but she wasn't, it was like, they were so mm-hmm. patient. And I think like you were saying, maybe they are used to dealing with mm-hmm. um, elderly to mm-hmm. where, um, yeah, I just love, that's what one thing I can't say. Every single doctor we have dealt with has been great on that side as far as the bedside manners. And like you said, I'm, I'm that one who's like, okay, I'm like you, Tracy, repeat that again. I need to know terms. I need to, and what I do is I take notes during it too. So I can go back and Google it, you know, if I need to understand mm-hmm. what you're talking about, making sure, is he saying this and what does this mean? And, mm-hmm. yeah, and the so. beauty of my, my siblings is they are all, now A is in education with me, but she ha- has worked in a, like she's worked with kids with disabilities. So something she understands as far as medicines and stuff like that, that I don't. And right. then Sandy and my older sister, they both are in the medical field. So a lot of the stuff that pe- they, when they explain and they move on, Ty, this is what they said or Sandy, or this is what happened. And they'll say, oh, this is, they're probably going to have to do blah, blah, blah. And when they come back and confirm it, it's like, right. oh, okay. So yeah. that's very, very helpful too. Oh yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to have that balance, like with with doctors, because sometimes they either they're talking above them or they're talking to them like their children. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they don't need to do either. Either. Uh-huh. Exactly. Just like when my yeah. mom was in the hospital, the doctor came in talking about, so your tummy hurt. My mom was like, my what? <laughs> 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 like my tummy. And right. like my what? And I was like, your stomach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what you were talking about? <laughs> I was like, what the wrong person say Tommy? And then, right. <laughs> and so she was just, so I was like, okay, you can talk to her. She's not no child. She's, I mean, she's not right. a baby. She understands. She doesn't you. have the yeah. mental capacity of a, you know, a toddler mm-hmm. or anything. You come in and you use words that you would normally use. Right, you're not right. going to come to my, you shouldn't be coming to me saying they my tummy hurts. 
Right. right. <laughs> that, right. that took me for a loop. Okay. Well, and then also, too, uh, one other thing I want to say, Tracy, is what no, I was kind of shocked at. You were talking about what kind of surprised us was like in the healthcare system, like why are dentures not covered? I don't know. Yeah. I, we, we're dealing with that right now, yeah. trying to get my mom's teeth pulled. And yeah. all she gets, she gets a cleaning. Yeah. And an exam. That's it. And she was like, shit, what I'm paying for? I was like, you know, I said, Mom. aren't covered. No. Nope. The actual yeah. dentures aren't covered. Nope. And I'm like, are you serious? And what the sad part is, is yes, me and my brothers, we can help pay for that. Mm-hmm. Right. But what about people who can't? Okay. Yes, what are exactly. they doing? Why is this not? The only time you need dentures probably is when you over 75 and 80. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I just don't understand why that's not covered. I just truly don't get. And the hearing aids, hearing aids are partial like that too, where you get like an allowance for them. Yeah, it's horrible. I had to tell my mom because we we were waiting right now for the dentist to get approval from the doctor for for to take off our blood thinners to get our teeth extracted. Oh yeah, we had to. And that that takes Uh forever. Like I'm like, why why we can't just get y'all to like whatever. But I had to tell her, I was like, mom, dental insurance is bad in the United States, period. Because she was like, I don't understand what I'm paying for. I'm like, that's all you're paying for. That's it. Yeah. And yeah. I tr- I explained it to her before she even went to the dentist. But she just didn't. She didn't understand it until she or it didn't sit with her until she until my sister took her to the dentist. Yeah. And they came back was like, they said I was like, yeah. Cause I called her insurance, like the beauty of her PCP, the, uh, uh, his nurse in there, she would guide me like, Hey, call her first or call the insurance first, ask this, ask that. And then they'll tell you. And then that way, you know what you get. So I, I knew, you know, and I explained it to her, but she was like, okay, but I don't, it didn't click until she went to the dentist and she yeah, was, she was like, yeah. what the hell I'm paying for? Like, yeah, that's real. That I was like, real. Mama, it's I said, even with my insurance, they'll cover a certain percentage of something, but something major, I'm still gonna be out, out of three to five hundred dollars. She was like, For real? I was like, Yes, <laughs> but they it doesn't, and that's sad because they need it the most. Exactly, exactly. I just it just doesn't make sense to me. We need to start a group for. <laughs> senior citizens advocates and then exactly. my question was gonna be to y'all like how does that make y'all how does it make you feel like I kind of it may I, I not only do I worry about her but I worry about myself aging too especially because I don't have children and right. so I'm like okay my, my sister's older than me you know statistically I'm still gonna be <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> that might not happen you know but i'm just like oh and Aspen got her own family mm-hmm. jasmine will probably have her own family and she has her own mom they're my nieces so it's like okay so i got to keep my mind right and i got to lose this weight so i can take care of myself till I, until they cart me up on out of here that's yeah. that's a scary feeling sometimes so watching her age and watching her you know that that really brings to mind my my mortality mm, and right. that's scared like every night my therapist told me i was probably depressed but i'm like nah but i do think about death every night <laughs> in some form of i don't think about my it's not always about me dying but it's about aging 
you know, that kind of yeah, stuff. I worry about, well, yeah. if Ty die, who going to take it? Or if A, I, Lord, please don't let nothing happen to A. Lord, protect my mama. And then I, in my mind, she's slowly, like, if I could just put my arms around her and keep her with me, mm-hmm. that's what I think I can do, but I know I can't. Those types of thoughts, are, I do that every night. At some nights, I don't plan the funeral. Yeah, <laughs> but it's because you're constantly reminded of mortality at least for yeah. me i'm constantly re- constantly reminded of mortality because you know i've watched my grandmother get old her, my uncle aunts and uncles and now my mama and I, I pray every night i hope she lasts a long time but i don't want her to be in pain you yeah. know just stuff like that well yeah uh, and then i think too to add to that is like all my dad's friends are passing away so yes. he's like the last out of his little group oh well, no he has one friend luther so luther and him are the last two um and yeah and it's that i think is the harder and then when my aunt clarice well we called her my aunt clarice but she was really hit her husband was dad's like best friend and so when she passed this past month i didn't even want to tell dad i was like so scared to tell him because I'm like, she's one of the last ones, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I know that kind of gets him down too, thinking that he always makes jokes about it, but he's got to think about that as mm-hmm. well, you know? So and all of that, I'm telling you, all of that adds to my mind whenever I'm dealing with him, just because mm-hmm. I just, just thinking about all of that on you, I'm not going to be extra added stress to him. So I don't want to argue. I'm not going to you know, oh, man. complain about this. I don't want to do any of that because I already know you, he's got to be stressing already, you know. Oh, so I didn't Pat wanna... was fighting. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be fighting with me like the other day he cussed me out and hung up on me because I got oh, mad at him, baby. y'all, because he sent home the provider because the lady didn't know how to fry fish. Uh-uh. <laughs> he's like, what do I need you? You can't fry no fish for me. I'm like, dad, you can't send these people home. I said, if she don't know how to fry fish, I said, I'll, I'll come and do it. Why didn't you just call me? I would have came over and brought you fish or I would have fried you some fish. And yeah, so he. <laughs> Sit the yeah, light but, out. But he, yeah, but then I'm over there trying to get mad at him for sending, whenever we send them home, we still got to pay for them. So I'm like, dad, you still need the lady. I said, because, and that was the other thing, because the provider's there for both of them. I'm like, so you send them home for, for you, but now who's going to help mom get, take her shower tonight? Who's going to help mom put her in the bed? You're not going to do it. I said, so that provider is there for both of y'all. But yeah, so we had that whole argument. They hung up on me, cussed me out. And I'm just like, <laughs> and of course, no apology, but I'm fine with that. So I call him the next day. And of course, he's in a better mood. So that's his way of apologizing. Yeah. Being nice the next day, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I that's think- yeah. that is my mama. If she, I, I tell my older sister on my mom. <laughs> She yelled at me. She heard my right. family. Exactly. And that's how we do. We be texting each other. It's like, I'm like, when we got to talk each other off the ledge. And I'm like, look, okay. I, and that's what we'll do. Go call your dad. I can't take care of it today. And I'm like, okay. So one of us, the other one will go call and ask whatever mm-hmm. question we need to ask. You know, so we kind of tag teaming it. But Felicia, it's kind of a blessing. You kind of by yourself, but at the same time, get it. Oh, no. no, I get a hundred percent of everything. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. I get a hundred percent of all of it. You can call and bit to me. You did text me the other day, and I was like, Where is this coming from? Is there something <laughs> like people of a certain with Gen Xers with baby boomer parents or something like that all need therapy? <laughs> what made you say that? 
<laughs> just like Liz say, when they, the fact that they don't apologize and they just meet it nice the next day. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, I'm just supposed to take Listen. it, but whatever. Yeah, I made yeah. some pork chops. You want some? No, I want to have pork chops. Exactly. Because they don't let you did. They, they say they make you mad and then you still mad, but they don't. <laughs> But they like, oh, I'm over it. So since right. I'm over it, forget you. You over it, exactly. <laughs> I call myself. I'll not. I ain't gonna talk to her for a few days. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, what I gotta do sometimes. She'll call she'll and call she's like, mind. you know, I'm mad at you. And she just talking like, ain't ain't shit wrong. Ain't no I'm like, you yeah. know what? Just yeah. let it go. Cause I'm always like, if something happens, and this is how we end it, I would be right. so devastated. That's, that's how I be thinking the same way. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you hung up on me. I didn't. <laughs> oh, listen, <laughs> my mama they got me a couple of times. Please. Yeah. And then sometimes they ain't even mad that when they ready to stop a conversation, it's just all right, then click. I'm like, I wanted to respond. (laughs) But what I will say is I called my kids up and said, Okay, I'm apologizing in advance. I'm ornery like this when I'm old. I apologize. Just remind me of these conversations. I told uh Ashlyn, I said, Okay, now look. Now, I know you got your own husband with your own kids. So I know you probably came and you got your mama and your brother. So if you got to put me in a nursing home, all I ask is that you visit me once a month. <laughs> once, so, a month. once a month. Make sure that make sure they ain't leaving me in my pee <laughs> and they keep it clean. <laughs> Celebrate my birthday and Christmas and then make sure they wax my chin. Girl. <laughs> Serious about that. Look, I tell, that look, I tell, Tracy, ain't, Tracy ain't gonna happen because it's gonna be me, you, and Misty, and our little, our little home in Miami. Look. No, we got to keep them wax strips. I'm yeah. like, man, man, I don't want to be in there with no beard. Looking like my name, Trevor. And right. not you stupid. And I ain't got to do my eyebrows, but at least yeah. keep my chin waxed. Chin. And the lip, and the upper lip. I need that upper lip. <laughs> <laughs> right. She was like, "You're so annoying." I'm like, "No, nah, nigga, I'm serious, real. dude. I'm That's real. I'll be in there with my mom with that little flawless. You know, the little flawless that you know. <laughs> your, 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 I be doing her little. I, I want to get my mom one, but she's so she's Just so try yours. You get one, and I tell that you. one ain't working. I think I'm gonna have oh. to get another one. Yeah, something because. It works. Yeah, she gets real bad. And I like her, I have my hair it turned. So I just right now I can see she can't see anymore. So she yeah, can't yeah, yeah. do it like that. Yeah. So I think I need I, that's what I'm gonna do. I ain't gonna say this. Mama, yeah, you can hear it. She ain't gonna listen no way. I'm gonna get her flawless for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you can't feel it. You can't mm-hmm. feel it. It's mm-hmm. just like you're just like rubbing it. it on your face. Yeah. That was how I survived COVID. Girl, who you telling? <laughs> I wish you could do flawless on your legs. <laughs> I think you can. It's a big one. Oh, there's a big one? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, brand. everything in Walmart. Okay. I did want to ask y'all, and I'm going to start wrapping up. For me, one of, like, with even with the medical stuff, everything going on, I do, I have learned or I'm learning to appreciate some of this. Like, there's going to be a time where she's no longer with me and I can look back and be like, you know what? Like and one of the things was, and here's why people frustrate me when it comes to judging church attendance. All of October I was gone because my mom was like we she was in the hospital. She had surgery. They let her come home. The next week she was right back in there. She did that for all of October. I mean the very last Sunday. So 
there were a few people that I got like two or three friends at church. Felicia is one of them <laughs> who, especially that I, talk, I have more friends than that, but two that I've talked to who would know specifically what's going on. And I'm not saying anybody did this to me personally, but I know people do it, you know, <clears throat> and I wasn't at church, but one of the most things that I enjoyed about that time was pulling out my phone and me and mama watching ch- Sunday service mm-hmm. online. And when I tell you we were sitting there like this, <laughs> like, mm-hmm, that's right, Pastor. <laughs> Amen. And then the nurses would come in and you could see them watching too. And they would slow down and try to watch. And especially the black nurses was like, mm-hmm, that's right, girl. <laughs> it was, I was, it was just a good, and I know she does it with my sister too. But for me, I was like, you know what? I needed to be here. Like, I love being in the sanctuary. I love fellowship. But at those, that time, just with her, we wasn't even talking. Because she, she would have first take or sports center or something on. And I put, when church started, she would stop watching and we would watch church. And she was like, one day she was like, that pastor show can't preach. <laughs> and so that was, uh, I just am learning like now after work, you know, before I go work out, I'll go sit with her and watch the news because she watched the news all day. Right. And even though I fuss about it, I do appreciate the fact that it's it just touches me. It's funny because I'm watching it, trying to hear, and I can't hear it because she talking over it. <laughs> and I'm like, mama, let me listen. Well, shit, I haven't seen it five times. <laughs> So that's right. one of the things I'm just kind of learning to appreciate and value, like those small things that time yeah. that I get with her. I want to know what are y'all, you know, is are there things that you've appreciated that you maybe didn't even like think about yeah. or you took for granted? Yeah, I, I guess so. Like with me, I think I have two things. So like I told y'all, my um, dad had to have his uh, part of his foot and his toe amputated. So during mm-hmm. that time, he had to actually stay in the hospital and he was in, in an inpatient um, treatment center. And so because of that, my mom has the um, start of Alzheimer's, so she can't be by herself. So I was staying there. So I stayed at their house, um, what, for about a month, month and a half, just staying and living over there. And so like you're saying, Tracy, kind of like all the little stuff that, (laughs) you know, you just don't realize in the conversations we had, we would have never had those conversations if I weren't over there, you know? And so I think that time with her, um, I think was valuable and just, hanging out. Mm-hmm. So I think I've been appreciating that. And so what I've been trying to do is now try to go over there at least once a week or, you know, after work or something, you know, mm-hmm. we, again, we, we, we trade out between all of us, mm-hmm. what days we go and stuff. So I think just having that. And then I think the bigger one was just with my dad, just, I remember one time, cause um, again, with mom with her Alzheimer's, sometimes, sometimes she can be ornery too, not as much as dad, but she can has her little moments. And one time she has, it was something with her knee that she was complaining about. And so he's trying to find all these treatments and the doctor's like, she needs a knee replacement. That's the only thing that's going to help it. And, and we know she's not going to do the rehab and it's just, she's not going to go through that surgery. It's just not going to happen. So it's kind of like, she just has to bear with the pain and we give her the meds and all that. And eventually it's, you know, it's all temporary kind of right. And so dad was like, I'm going to do whatever it takes in my life to do whatever you, I need for her, because I just know I married her and that's my vow, you know? And so I think that to me, just knowing that my dad is always going to be there for her, regardless, mm-hmm. you know, what happened. And so to me, I just appreciated that part. Of yeah. It. That's so sweet. 
you know your daddy, my friend. Yeah, my So dad's from Dallas and Marshall. And so Tracy and Misty were in town one time. We went over there. And so Trey, oh, and that's all he needs is an audience. So <laughs> he heard Tracy from far away. Listen, <laughs> I got a little history. Yeah, he telling. We like, dad, we gotta go. He over there giving a history and this and and all oh, that, so. I was gonna. I should have. That's another thing too. It's like I get a history lesson every time I go to my mom's house. Well, you yes. know, you know, we like related that. to such and such yeah. and such. And back in you, uh, listen, she, Juneteenth. She was like, "Now you know they canceled the parade because when the white <laughs> folks took over <laughs> and started doing yeah, it downtown." Yeah, and I actually kind of appreciate that too because there's stuff, <laughs> and I wish even my kids go and talk to them, and it's like some of the stuff that they had to go through that we mm-hmm. take for take for granted you know and I just the one story I always remember is dad would always say you know growing up you know we could always buy the stuff but you can't try it on so like mm-hmm. he would go into stores they'll sell you all this stuff but you cannot try it on and I'm mm-hmm. just like oh, I never thought about that no. so you want to get a suit you want to get this you ain't trying none of that on because you always hear about the colored fountains and anyways, yeah. but you're not even thinking, well, shit, think I can't even try like this that. out. Yeah. yeah. And you sure can't take it back, probably. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I know with me, uh, I appreciate. So I'm since, you know, I, I'm one of my mama little friends now. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, so, and so she calls me and she tells me everything and she's shading people you know she just I mean she made herself and she just you know everything is you know about something or she talked she on the slide she talking about something or she you know things that I'm like listen <laughs> and mm-hmm. she's like and she'll, you know, she'll call me am I wrong yes I don't even have to know the story <laughs> Sorry, it's you asking and you got some doubts. I know, so I appreciate that. I know became one of her little friends. So <laughs> you know, we be I be on the phone cackling because <laughs> that's funny. And you got the stories and all that, but she be like, you know, I'm gonna tell you this, and she'll tell me about somebody all they biz. Oh, hey, mama. <laughs> okay, question. I don't know about Liz, but my mama know all the tea and don't go nowhere i'm like how is this possible move from this table no, we don't have i don't have you none know, of that. all the tea i just i don't understand i'm still it's, it defies physics <laughs> right, right right well that's it i appreciate y'all for coming on here i any parting words you would like to give people who might be caretakers or who are just starting on this journey and you want to give them some encouragement and then after that y'all know I ask my little signature question <laughs> it doesn't um, matter who go first with me well yeah. I, I go first mine is simple I mean it's going to take it's patience and you have to listen mm-hmm. and you have to also listen and also try to listen for what is not being said also because yes. what they don't and so, because what they don't say is the biggest part of what is going on. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of it is just, you know, being a lot of it is being patient because like, you know, they're slower now. Um, they have some antiquated ways and all of that. And it may try our patience, but you have to be patient with 
your parent. Mm-hmm. And you have to give them the courtesy and the respect that even though they may not be the 100% person they were before, they're still your parent, you know, mm-hmm. and you have to re- give them that respect, even though the roles may have changed a little bit. Right. Yeah, I, I I agree with all of that. I think it's just like, like I was saying, it's just don't argue. It's not worth the argument. It's not worth, you know, if they cussing us out, we just mm-hmm. take it, keep it moving, you know, because again, I, I try to put myself in their situation. And so I know how I am right now. And I'm probably like I told my daughter, I'm like, I'm apologize because I already know I'm gonna <laughs> be like that. I feel it. <laughs> so yeah, so I think it's just appreciate them now and you know because we know it's you know it's just a matter of time but I think it's just having that patience and putting ourselves in their shoes when there is an incident um, and just try to spend as much time as you can yeah that's what I was gonna say I would say for me yes definitely patience which I have none and she know that <laughs> have some compassion yeah Right, because I'm told quite often, you mean, <laughs> and I can't be, and I had to learn to be, com- you know, compassionate. And because it's not me going through whatever issue, whatever physical issue, or whatever ever she's dealing with, and so I have to be compassionate and understand one that they are, especially if their mind is still strong, even if you disagree let them make their own decisions right yes you know Mm -hmm. as much as possible you you advise them give them counsel but at the end of the day if they can do it for themselves and think for themselves they're gonna own that decision um make sure they have a will you know and you have some type of directions in place for if they do have a medical emergency people hate to mention it but dnrs and medical powers of attorney you need all of that and and talk to them now because there was a time period my mama didn't want to talk about stuff because she thought we were trying to kill her y'all trying to kill me Mm -hmm. but now knowing what because my mom actually wants her body to be donated to science and that we don't want to hear that. <laughs> like yeah. what? My son, my oldest was like, Mm-mm. but I'm like, this is what she wants. And so one day she came over there and I brought it up and she said, yeah, they could learn something from my body for about older people. And I just thought that was so kind for her to even think about somebody afterwards. So mm-hmm. she had me fill out the paperwork. So knowing that as a decision now that if something does happen, we don't have to argue about that. And that's, I know that's what she wants. She doesn't want us. Y'all don't need to be arguing. She don't type the page. She don't wrote a paragraph and say, here's my will type it up. So now I'm working on that. So don't be afraid to have those conversations. It's better to have them now when they're still of their mind. And if you have siblings, you can, you know, everybody can be on the same page. Mm-hmm. And I would think just like you said, cherish these times because, you know, they, my heck, I, could, I pray nothing happens to me. It, you know, I, I assume it's going to be her first, but it might be me. And mm-hmm. so if it's me, I don't want her last memory of me to be negative. Yeah, right. Definitely, I don't want to leave. If it's her, I don't want to have regrets. Right, right. Like other, I didn't get to say this, or I didn't or, get to do. Or this. I was mean to her, or I was right. we argued. You know, I want to mm-hmm. be able to sleep well at night, and that would just devastate me. So I appreciate y'all for coming on. I think that's it. Oh, yeah. Any, any, anything else? 
That's it. Cause it's I appreciate y'all coming on a Friday night. No problem. <laughs> I, y'all know me. I always ask weirdo questions. So this is different, but y'all can still talk about it. So what bores you? What bores me? Boring people. (laughs) (laughs) You know know me, I'm like, I want to be the upbeat, do something, let's go out, let's hang out, let's sit and talk. Like, you know, we can sit on the phone literally for Mm -hmm. three, four hours, hang up, then call each other back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I forgot to tell you. Yeah, and stay on the phone another four, five hours, you know, so I think, yeah. Boring people. Boring people. Like, Mm -hmm. somebody who's not energetic, somebody who doesn't, you know, like to have fun and fun can be a whole lot of stuff you know to me fun sitting at the house you know hanging out with your friends you know mm-hmm. all right Felicia oh oh uh, what bores me I mean I'm a boring person I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> I can already tell I ain't never hung out with you but I, I think I would you, like, she's boring. not boring no, she's very exactly. fun that's what I was gonna you say you know what actually on another spectrum what bores me is um hotels i'm just kidding you know. <laughs> <laughs> people with uninformed decisions there you go you know yeah right there because you know unsolicited opinions <laughs> yeah you said hotels i'm not gonna disagree you with. know another one i thought i don't know if this bores me or it bothers me is slow talking people it's a dude at work he'd be like yo so I'm like, <laughs> the tone of the voice is somebody who'd be like, okay, yeah, oh, we're yeah. gonna do this. I'm like, what are you saying? Come on, let's progress this conversation. Yeah, and I'm a fast talker, so I understand that because my, yes. um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my attention span is this, and so in the middle of your conversation, I'd I don't exactly. We done changed the subject. Listen, yeah. I don't pull, I'm I, I, I could be posted doing something about my book. Like I'm not a fast talker, but I'm not a slow one either. Say what uh-uh. you need. Exactly. I struggle with people who have to do a lot of processing too. Like, oh yeah, so yeah, much yeah. processing that it slows down what you're saying. That I'm right. like, you, you thinking too long, you lying. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you come, you create, you crafting a lie, and I don't want to hear. It. <laughs> That's what my mama taught me. You think long, you think wrong. wrong. I'm like, oh. <laughs> look, okay. we playing some dominoes. Yeah. Okay, Felicia, you go first, and Liz go after you. What excites you? We know it ain't hotels. <laughs> they gonna come us. <laughs> what excites me? Um, oh, that's kind of. Let's see. I think what excites me is probably it also gets on my nerves is the unex. Every day is a new day, so I don't know what's going to happen. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of excited. I'm dreading it, but I'm excited because it's new. So whatever happened yesterday, I don't necessarily have to take into that new day. So it's like, it excites me that the next day may be better. Oh, I know good. That no, yeah, I, I appreciate your uh, enthusiasm even watching you talk about it. I, a, a, I can be pessimistic. So I try to keep that excitement of, okay, tomorrow's another day. I always say that tomorrow's another day. Yeah. So it excites me that this day is over with. 
So tomorrow is another day. New mercies. Yep. <laughs> I love that. So I okay. say for me, I think, and I, recently I've been, I, I say the energy of young people, really. Because mm. I feel like, because I've been doing a lot of um, kind of mentoring with some college students in our profession and um, some, some, I'm in architecture, so architecture camps and, you know, some of the high school kids and even just my grandkids. It's like just being around all that energy and all of that wanting to learn. It just kind of excites me that I can help them in this process because we've all been there. Right. And so we're trying to bring these kids and I'll call them kids. They're at work. They're 30 some years old. I still <laughs> <laughs> just having that motivation and them wanting to come to me to ask me you know my opinions it you know I, I like that I like mm -hmm. the fact that I can help you know help these kids learn anything in our industry or just in life too just growing mm -hmm. up what we've seen what we've been through exactly okay last question and it doesn't matter y'all can pick a straw what do you love most about black culture uh how authentic we are okay. how i just like i love us because it doesn't matter if we've never met before you're never pretty much a stranger right I love, I love like that. when you're in a room it's like okay there's some black people in there I mean, like Thanksgiving, we were eating at a restaurant and it was like a, I mean, it wasn't a fancy restaurant for real, but it was a nice restaurant. We by the window, black girl walk by, we look out the window, we just waving. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just, I mean, hey, it's just, yeah. we don't know who that is. She don't know us. We're like, hey, girl. And yeah. I just love that wherever we are, we're going to be ourselves and we're going to be authentic. Did I tell you that's how I met uh, your uh, Jackson State alumni, uh, Nikila? <laughs> yeah. We were walking during Thanksgiving and we was like, they not black, they not black. Oh, black person. And she ended up knowing the, my friend that I was walking with. Oh, that's funny. Okay, Liz, you go. Yeah, so I think kind of the same thing. I was going to say like our differences. I mean, because we're all different, but yeah. we all can learn from each other, right? And mm -hmm. and just every part of us. And I think we're all just so beautiful and you know, it's just everything that we can learn from each other. I just think there's so much out there and that we're all, I don't know, did have y'all, did y'all watch Trevor Noah's last um, show last night? And he talked about how, how strong black women have helped raise him. And so I just feel like that that's real. Like we have no choice, you know, we have no choice, but to be better, you know, cause people have always tried to keep us down or try yeah. to take over or think we're not good enough. I mean, Trace and I have this conversation all the time, just getting in our fields of work, you know, to the fact that, you know, even with me in architecture, people try to say, oh, you're not, that's not, you're not, they never said you weren't smart enough, but it was like, get something that's easier, you know? And it's like, no, this is what I want to do. It's like, we're always having to prove Mm -hmm. that we can do this mm -hmm. so I think to me that's kind of our strength amongst each other is to we know we can do it and we know we've been there and to think and I tell my kids all the time this is to think our ancestors went through so much and we're still here you yeah. know and so just knowing that knowing because I know good and well not one none of us on this call could survive back in the day with no <laughs> attitude I one I would have got in trouble for teaching the children to on read. the plantation how to read. We could, <laughs> like all of that. We all be stars, we get telling out of here. stories. 
they wouldn't be like, come on. In that first lick, I it was it's over. I can't teach you nothing else. I can't so I am very grateful to that. I I have heard this somewhere. I can't remember where, but it was like it might have been during COVID, but it was like if you are a black person in this day and time, you should celebrate because you are meant to be here. Yes. Think about your ancestors, those who got on the boat those who got sick on the boat, those who jumped from the boat. Yeah, so yeah. if your ancestor crossed the middle passage, came here, didn't get dropped off in the Caribbean, they came even through Mississippi, Louisiana, they survived uh, right. slavery, they survived the civil rights, and then survived Jim Crow, all of those different eras to bring you, you yeah, were meant exactly. to be here. And I was like, damn. Right. That's right. Yeah. Like whoever, it's, it's whoever strength. had to trace the gene cash gene exactly. originator. She, she was Thank you. <laughs> exactly. It's that strength. And I think, yeah. I, you know, if y'all haven't been to the National, um, the African-American Museum in, in D.C., you know, just that whole bottom section where they're showing, like, I never realized in the boat, you they were stacked. On mm -hmm. top of each other, yeah. Like you think about it, like yeah, I'm all in the boat. No, when you yeah. see those pictures, mm -hmm. you're horrible. stacked on the boat in like in a little compartment. Mm -hmm. And I never thought about that. And so I think just that strength that we have, and that determination that we mm -hmm. have, that nothing's gonna keep us down. And when we do get put down, we gonna get right back up. You know, exactly. So and that's, that's why I'm I try to gatekeep us. our culture. Right. <laughs> Yeah. I'm with it, ain't you. Yeah. it ain't for everybody and uh, <laughs> i'm gonna end on that note i say something to get me fired <laughs> thank y'all for coming i of appreciate course. it i enjoyed this conversation i hope my our parents know how much we love them oh, and course. we appreciate like i couldn't have had another mother besides packets mm -hmm. she was right. meant to be my mom and your parents were meant to be your yep. parents and your mom was meant to be your mom and we appreciate them and love them but there are times at right. this point in our lives we want to Choke the shit out of them. So what I want to say, I appreciate my brothers too, because oh, I yeah. could, oh, I 100% couldn't do this without my brothers. All three of us. We I am so thankful and love them to death for this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then too, I, and I would even say we've gotten closer going through this process. Yeah, too, that's true. So. I want to thank that's a good point. I, I need to thank my sisters. I know they probably think this hell for don't appreciate shit. <laughs> exactly. She thinks she's running everything, she ain't doing right. shit. I do appreciate them because we're all different in how we do, but we exactly. all do something. So, yeah. you know, I get on my high horse at times and it's like, I'm doing this and I'm doing it. I couldn't do it without it. Right. It, it, it takes us all because who ain't going to get no scratch offs is me. Thank you. AK. Right. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank Thanks you, Michelle. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> right. <laughs> for your what you do, fuck. And we all do our own parts our different ways. Yeah. And right. that's another my that's my last tip. If you do have siblings, recognize what you do. Your relationship with your mom or your parents is your relationship. Don't expect for what you do and how you handle situations, your siblings to be the same way. Like you said, mm -hmm. you just come together and y'all figure out how to do it together and accept how they do it. And long as it work out and everybody at peace and you ain't arguing. It, Felicia, parting thoughts? It takes a village. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me hit stop. I think...
Well, that's it, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, I would say stay tuned for next week's episode, but y'all know I've been kind of inconsistent. <laughs> I promise I'm going to get better. <laughs> anyway, remember, follow me on Facebook at, at Tracy J. Cass, actually author Tracy J. Cass, and on Instagram at Tracy J. Cass. Send me an email to tracyjcast at gmail.com or go visit my website, www.tracyjcast.com, where you can order copies of my books, All That Matters and Labor of Love. Remember, share with a friend. Matter of fact, text two friends right now. Tell them to listen, follow me, and subscribe. Thanks, and have a great day. Thank you.